Are you into comics? I mean seriously into all things comics. Well lucky you needs to check out Take a Knee for Marvel vs DC where regular Scott, Ozzy Killmonger and V's discuss characters, movies, series, books, fan polls and more. And you never know who may show up for an open mic. Just some blurs going deep and having fun. Take a knee for Marvel vs. DC. New episode every Sunday. Brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. But welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Staley and English show with Coach Kurtz. I'm your man, Coach English, and unfortunately, Josh was lazy today. Uh, Josh didn't make it in today, and as usual, I have to hold the show down and be on site. But uh, we're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> Josh is at home enjoying his family, and I'm on the road. See how this relationship works? It kind of, it's kind of messed up. I don't know how, what type of friendship this is, but you know, it's cool. But uh, as always, Josh is here. So, Josh, what's up, man? How was the week? Man, God is good as always. My dear brother likes to um, twist the story and, and make me the bad guy, but I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> Tao had orientation all week for his. Um, magnet program to just join at his middle school so I'm trying to be a good dad and take him I wish I could have been there with you guys um, listening to the great speakers that the SCBCA put together for the, the coaches convention so I'm kind of kind of jealous and hurt at the same time that I'm not here to um, hear all those um dare to hear all those great speakers how are things going with you man it's going good man I mean I can't complain I'm here you're not, but you know I can't complain. It's good. Uh, <laughs> enjoying, just enjoying being here around the great speakers. Man, had an opportunity to see our guest host. We have a guest host today, but I had an opportunity to hear our guest host uh, say some things today, and it really uh, had some things I really took in. I got an opportunity to head down to College of Charleston yesterday and see uh, step in on their practice. So it was real. It's, it's real good. The atmosphere here is real dope. Um, it's really enjoyable. This is a it's a lot of interaction. It's the most interaction with the with the clinic that I've seen in a long time. But I am not gonna hold it up. We have a very special guest, y'all. A very, 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 very special guest. 
My man, uh, 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 listen, every time I have a conversation with him, he's one of the funniest guys you could ever, one of the most hilarious guys you could ever have a conversation with, one of the best guys you could ever have uh, a relationship with. My man, everybody's guy, the head coach, University of South Carolina, Frank, the great Frank Martin. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Coach. I, I, I appreciate that. This is what I'm trying to figure out. I was laying out on South Beach yesterday morning with Anya, and I got to Charleston today. Where's Josh? <laughs> Where's Josh? Where's Josh? <laughs> See, did you hear what you said? Just said though, you were laying out on South Beach. <laughs> and you got to Charleston. That means you got that. You got you got the resources to move like that. Uh, no, 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 no. Because at three o'clock today, I better be picking up Christian, or I'm in deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool. That's cool. So we ain't going to hold them up much. Uh, I know y'all, you guys are used to an hour-long show, but our show isn't going to be that long today. Uh, we're going to get in, kind of get out. Um, this is a little shorter version of the Stanley English show. So we're going to start off with our current events. Josh, you take us into our event of the week? Yeah, so our current event this time is going to be about what LeBron James did um, over the um, week. Um, we had one video with him with him dunking in the layup line with his sons at a travel ball event. I think, I don't know if they were in Vegas or not, and then they had one with him celebrating the kids on the sideline for dunking. Um, it's been getting a lot of, some people saying it's not that bad, some people saying that um, it's crazy, um, but nonetheless, it's LeBron James and he's been getting scrutinized for it. So I just wanted to, um, you know, get y'all thoughts on it. Um, I can go first if you want. Yeah, I, of course. You go first. My breakdown would be very brief. One, I don't really think it's really that serious. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Um, a couple of people were getting on me on Twitter, but my response to them was compare apples to apples. They were like, well, would you want your dads in the layup line at your game? One, I coach high school basketball. So it's a much more formal event at a high school game, and it's a much more controlled environment. So no. Dads won't get in the layup line. Um, it was at a summer basketball event. Um, obviously, it wasn't a live period event because the coaches were out at um, the NCAA events um, evaluating players. So I think it was very informal. I think it was good for the kids to get to experience something like that. Me personally, if my son played with a super a NBA superstar kid and they jumped in the layup line at a summer a summer basketball game, I wouldn't really have a cow about that. Even um, if they was, even if he was celebrating on the sideline, those are memories those kids are going to remember forever. Um, I am a LeBron fan, so I might be being biased. But you are. If it was, but but <laughs> if it was, but if, it, if we've all been to travel basketball, yeah, games, yeah, like, yeah, you're right. I walk across half court while other teams are warming up. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's all about the environment. It's all about what the variables you can't minus. One guy was like, well, if I did that, you know, hey, um, one of my dear friends was like, well, if I did that, I better get the same defense. No, because you're not a 6'9 superhero that can dunk. Like, he's still 25 at 34 years old. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not the same. And I even put on Twitter, when I play summer ball games, my dad's, if you can dunk, you're more than welcome to jump in the layup line. At, at summer ball if you could dunk but I just think it's LeBron does too much for the community he gives back too much to make a big deal out of something that's not really that serious and this isn't the first time he's done it he's yeah. done it other summers where he's jumped in the layup line but I don't really see what the big deal is but 
that's just my spiel on it. Um, Frank, what's your position on that? I, I just think it's social media, man. It's a, it's a, yep. social media creates way too many stories that that we over sensationalize it in a positive or a negative way. Um, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, the only thing I would say, Josh, is everyone's looking at it from a father son standpoint. He's in the kid's life. If you're in your kid's life, you don't need to show it in the layup lines of a basketball game. It's a 24-hour-a-day job. And the only thing I'll say about whether it's good or bad, uh, I, I'm going to use one of his former teammates as an example. I coached Udonis Haslam in high school. He's like a son to me. Heck, we're both old enough now where it's more like I'm like an older brother. But when he's in layup lines for a game, how would his team feel if all of a sudden I walked in off the stands and got in the layup lines with the Miami Heat. <laughs> and if he made a pass for LeBron to dunk a ball, what would people say if I ran in from my courtside seats and jumped up and started chest bumping Udonis for making a pass? It wouldn't be accepted. And if it's not accepted in that world, why should it be accepted in, in the, you know, the, the world that these kids are living, which is we're trying to set an example of to what basketball's about have as much fun as you want. Coach your kid, be a parent, whatever. Do whatever you need to do, but don't come on the court because it goes against everything that we teach kids. Like anytime a fan touches the court in an NBA game, yeah. all of a sudden it's World War Three. Like, you know, they don't belong there. And uh, whether you're a dad or a brother, an uncle, a neighbor, when the game is going on, if you're not on the bench, you're a fan. Fans don't belong on the court. Yeah, I think, and that's the same place I was going to go, Josh. And it's not necessarily a total disagreement with you, because um, I don't really no, you, think you, I disagree. You can disagree with me. Disagree with me. I, I, don't, I, I, don't. I know you don't care. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a total disagreement. But I, I, you know, be there, have fun, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, do it on the sideline. I, I, I kind of agree with Frank in that sense. Like. Enjoy it. Have fun, man. I mean, Josh, I done seen you at Tiles games. You you do not get in the layup line. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, I, whether it's whether it's him or it's not, you know, any father, I I, 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 I love the enthusiasm. Not necessarily. I, I agree with being on the floor. Um, if it's something you want to do after the game, he's coming yeah. off the floor. You know, you ran over to get a, a Gatorade bottle right after the game. You know what I'm saying? You want to get that, man. <clears throat> it is um it's cool but let's go ahead um everybody had a different perspective but that that uh that I, I i i do think he's getting crucified a little bit much for it because of social media and how social media works because i think what years ago before social media this probably wouldn't even have been an uh, issue because nobody would have known that it even happened um so you know i, I guess uh we, we agree to disagree, right, right, Josh? Because we always disagree. It's, it's, here's what I'll say. Before social media, we all had opinions. Yeah. But for nonsense like this, we kept it to ourselves. Yeah. Now, because of social media, uh, everyone's opinion gets heard, which creates, like, people attacking people. And exactly. And that's, that's what makes it uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, that's the uncomfortable part of it, I think, is, is just the invent, with the invent of, of social media and the way people use it to attack others. It's just, I, I don't see the reason to... I think that social media was meant to be a positive space to share information, to share memories, to share thoughts. 
and what it's become is this overall thing where people are waiting to make evil statements and to harp on somebody else, criticize. It's an, it gives idiots a lot of times gives idiots a voice. And so, uh, anything to add to that, Josh? No, I, I mean I, I just lost two to one, but <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> stick on my opinion, man. But no, I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, obviously I'm not. Yeah, those layup lines, and I've been at the game with Frank and my man Francisco was out there hitting, hit like five threes, and I saw Frank get excited, and he didn't even jump up. So <laughs> I, 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 I get it, but you know, hey, it is what it is. I still don't have a problem with it, but let's go ahead and and, yep. and get into the topic. Um, obviously, it's a very personal topic for all three of us on the show, um, which is the state of basketball in the state of South Carolina. Um, I've been blessed to uh, develop a very healthy, professional brotherhood relationship with Frank over the last several years. And just from, and that's why I'm really glad he's on this show. And not to knock any of the other coaches, but Frank's one of the few coaches that I've been able to establish a relationship with that's real. Like, when we talk, it's never coach to coach. It's always man to man, father to father, brother to brother. Like you said, he's hilarious. We have good laughs. We we barely even talk about basketball, which is which is rare, you know, and it's never business. But, you know, Frank is one of the few guys that I would allow my sons to play for because that's something I'm very sensitive about, you know. We, we throw the word, oh, signing and offers and scholarships around so, so fluently and so recklessly at times that you know, are you really sending your kid with someone that you would trust to guide him to make the right decisions when, when you're away? But we just want to get Frank's mindset, his opinion on the state of basketball in the state of South Carolina at this current time and where we've come from. Just get his thoughts on that and we can talk about that a little bit and let him go because I know he's a busy man. So, um, Frank, the floor is yours, brother. Oh, we, we, we spoke about that here this morning at the State Coaches Association uh, Clinic uh, to a certain extent. I, uh, I've got dear friends that uh, still coach high school basketball in Florida uh, where I spent so much time. And when I got hired here, they brought their teams up uh, just because they're my friends and they wanted to come support me and my new job. And what's happened, Josh, is seven years later, they keep coming, not because of my friendship, but because the competition, the basketball that our high school teams play is real good. And that's a credit to the coaches in the state that I don't think they get the credit they deserve or the kids for the quality of basketball that's played. It, there's, there's this, because it's a football state, uh, a lot like Florida, uh, there's a lot of uh, opinions that high school coaches don't really spent a lot of time coaching basketball here in the state. And it's something that's very untrue, on the contrary. And that's personal experience from other high school coaches. That's not recruiting garbage from me to make people feel good. It's the truth. It's what I'm being told. And, uh, and it's what I see with my own eyes. And, and I think it's, uh, it's very underrated as far as the quality of basketball, the quality of coaching. Um, I, I think we got to keep fighting the fight. Um, and, and one of the things that's made it hard for coaches, high school coaches, not just in South Carolina, but around the country, is the way the recruiting calendar was set up, the high school coaches really disengaged from February until the following November. And recruiting was kind of taking place without their involvement. 
and, and, and now coaches are trying to discipline kids for not going to class, for being late to something. And now the, you know, the kids are being told and the parents are being told, like, hey, you can't do that because you're going to hurt my kid's chance of getting a scholarship. And it's the furthest thing from the truth. The truth is there are a lot more players than there are scholarships. The guys that don't work, don't live in structure, don't listen to instruction, don't sacrifice, they probably not get a scholarship. And if they're talented enough physically to get a scholarship, but they avoid all those things I just said, they end up transferring because they fail wherever they go. That's why we have 900 transfers a year for the last three, four years. And, and, and it's, it's, it's the challenge right now. And I think that's why you've seen some of the changes on the recruiting calendar to incorporate the high school coach more, uh, whether it's through the team camps in the summer, uh, whether it's these uh, uh, college basketball camps that the NCAA opened up. Um, it's an opportunity to, uh, to kind of uh, to, to reconnect high school coaches with the college recruiting, uh, which then hopefully uh, doesn't mean AAU guys are bad. I coached AAU. Josh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. coach AAU. I mean, you, you coach right. AAU. It's, it, yeah. We all do it. It's not, it's not right. trying to take a shot at AAU basketball. It's just that, that the high school coaches, they understand the component, the everyday life, walking the halls, being the places on time, academically, going here, going there. And, and holding people accountable, not just when they score 20 points, but when they don't go to class or they decide they're going to give the trainer an attitude or they don't want to lift weights. You're, you're dealing with the structure uh, and, and holding them accountable that when they get to college, I don't care where they go. They don't have to come to South Carolina. Wherever they go, they're going to have to live in structure. If they don't, they're going to fail. They're going to fail, yeah. What about you, Josh? I, I just feel that the state of um, basketball in the state of South Carolina, even since I've moved to South Carolina, has grown and um, it's very productive. And it's a lot of high level coaching going on at the high school level. Even even at the college level, I think we have very good basketball at the college level. And the thing that I like about this state, and it's not just Frank, it's Frank, the Murray Garvins of the world, the Coach Grants of the world, the Brad Dobbles of the world. I've, I've established so many healthy, productive, genuine relationships with the college coaches that, you know, it puts South Carolina in a very good state. And like Frank said, it's not some recruiting bull crap. If I call up Frank or Murray Garvin or, or my old high school coach, Brad Dobbles, or Coach Grant down at College of Charleston, I'm like, hey, I want to come in your office and pick your brain. I'm, they're not going to tell me no. They're going to make sure the schedule fits and it's going to get done. Yeah. So I do I do really like where we are. My only concern, and not to, not to make this a political element, is the state where we are as far as getting the open season back. I think basketball grew at a high level because the high school coaches were able to work with their players year-round. I'm not saying specialize and tell a kid only to play one sport. But if a kid wants to work on their game, we have to give them that avenue because every kid can't afford a trainer and pay 20 to $45 a session to work out three times a week. You know, so I do feel we need to get that back because I do think that open season allowed us to close the gap with the competition of the neighboring states like the, the Georgias and the North Carolinas and the Tennessees and the Floridas, like, we were able to close that gap and, and, and play out of such a high level. You can even look at it on the travel ball circuit. We're competing at a national level. 
with the various um, travel ball teams that we have. And it's not all shoe-sponsored teams. You know, our guys represent well. Like Frank said, I coach fifth-grade travel ball, and these guys have has either won or competed for about three or four national championships over the last couple of years. So it's like the kids are getting better, so I, I like the direction it's going in. But I would really like to see that 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 open season piece be modified and allow the coaches to work with their players. What's your thoughts, Coachy? Well, I mean, I, I, and I echo what both of you have said just now. And mostly, I think that basketball has gotten better because coaching has gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no longer basketball is no longer a little brother. It's more of a we're going to get a basketball coach to coach these kids. We're not going to get an assistant football coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just going to give him a basketball supplement and put him out there. It's no school. Some guys, some folks are still doing yeah, it. Some Sorry folks are still doing it. No, 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 no. Some folks are still doing it. But I think yeah. for the teams that are consistently good, like the biggest compliment I've gotten, and Frank never said this to me directly, uh, a parent of a kid uh, saw me and said, hey, man, I want to tell you I, I like what you're doing. He was like, uh, Coach Martin talked about you. And I said, what are you talking about? He was like, he named a couple of coaches in the state that you would want your kid to play for because they're going to come ready to play college basketball. And I, I never had that conversation with Frank. And so I saw it as a compliment to me because I don't go around asking for stuff. But that goes to show that once you get people in the right position, kids are going to college ready to play and succeed. Because, Josh, we have a number of kids in college. I have a number of kids in college. Um, Coach Zach Norris has a number of kids in college. And the kids are going, and they're there, and they're they're being successful. And whether they're going off into life or or into the military afterwards or whatever they're doing after college, they're going into it and being extremely positive because we're sending them to people like like the Earl Grants. Uh, uh, like the Frank Martins, um, um, geez, the co- the new coach over at Presbyterian escapes me right now. But you know these different relationships that we've cultivated. Each one of these people I could call, like you said, Josh, and I could say, Yo, I'm having an issue. I need to change something. Hey, what do y'all do here? Oh man, don't worry about it. Come down and we'll talk about it. Like that's, I can't tell you the many times I've been invited to Carolina's practice, or I've been invited to co- went to college in Charleston. Like I said yesterday, I've been invited to come in, and they want you to come in to foster a relationship, not necessarily for any other reason, but just to have the relationship. And 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 that's why I think basketball is being is going headed in a positive direction in the state of South Carolina because coaches are now starting to cultivate great relationships with each other. Now we still have some out there that are reluctant, but for the most part, as far as high school to college, the college coaches I don't have I've never had a bad relationship with any of the college coaches in the state of South Carolina. I just haven't. And I don't know if that's because of who I am, but other coaches will say stuff and I'll be like, man, look, I don't know. I don't know who you talk to, but that's not my experience. And so those are the people that are more reluctant to learn because, Josh, let me tell you something real quick. Now, you know how they have the rooms cut in half, right? Um, uh, At the clinic when when people are talking. Right. Frank's first session was so packed they had to open up the doors <laughs> and, and they had to open up the, 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 the partition and open up the whole thing and it still got packed because coaches are coming in wanting to get knowledge to take back and teach their kids but we're still being a little bit handcuffed because we don't have our open period and the open period has also hurt our recruiting to a certain degree because now coaches they don't have as much practice time to get in because it doesn't line up with the time that you guys can get out at times 
and, and get to come in and talk to the kid and practice and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I, I hope they give it back or at least give us some version of it back. Um, but I, I, and we don't know where that's going to go. But I do. I am very happy with where we're headed. And it's not just because of the John Morants and and the um, 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 oh God, why does his name escape me? Zion. Zion Williamson. It's not because of that, but it's you know like Trey Hannibal, um, 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 Little Russ. That's headed up to um, Russell Jones. That's headed up to uh, Winthrop, DJ, your guy. Uh, that's headed over to Francis Marion. On every level, kids are going yeah. to play and are set up to be successful. That's that's my spill. What you? What, what, I know you got to say something, Josh. You always have something to say. So, no, I, I, I think you spoke so eloquently, man. I'm proud of you, man. Oh, uh, sh- man. If I, if we cursed on this show, Josh, you know. <laughs> no, I think, I, think, I think that's great, man. And I think it's big. You know, at least you get invited to Frank practices. Frank never invites me to it. Oh, here so, we go. So, you know. Because <laughs> I, I know you're busy. Because <laughs> he knows you're going to be on the phone. That's why you're going you're, you're nah, to go to man. practice on the phone. No, nah, <laughs> man. But Frank, man, we really, really value and appreciate your time. Keep doing what you're doing. Um. We ain't gonna hold you up most longer, Coach E. We can get into our final shout outs. And yeah. Let Frank go on back to South Beach. Okay, before we get to the shout outs, <laughs> uh, Coach Martin, there is a question that we ask all of our all of our guests that come on. Uh, we've been doing it for about a year now. Um, you have to take, you have to pick any five players in NBA history. The team that you have to beat uh, is LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. And Shaquille O'Neal, what five do you put on the floor? I'm finding a new profession. <laughs> Good luck. I, I mean, with all due respect to Josh, any team you put Michael Jordan on, you got no chance. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's a loaded question there. That's that's uh, uh, you got no chance. You, I'll, I'll say this to you. Give me Michael Jordan. You take whoever you, you want. You take whoever. So we're going to do a swap out. Uh, you give me Michael Jordan. I'll fill out the team. We got a chance. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's, a no, that's a non-responsive answer from Frank Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go oh, ahead and get man. into our shout outs. Um, we'll start with you, Coach Martin. Anybody you want to give a shout out to? South Beach, maybe? Well, <laughs> I, I can always shout out saying? South Beach. Now, but <laughs> since, since we're doing what we're doing with yeah. the two guys that I'm doing this with, yeah. shout out to all you high school coaches oh, that, that wake up every day and get to them gyms at 6, 630 in the morning to help kids, hold them accountable, um, uh, go out and preach. Uh, to, you know, we, we've created a mindset that we got kids thinking that they're more scholarship than players and they can they can play around with that stuff and kids are the real good ones get scholarships but then some other guys get left by the wayside Mm -hmm. because they don't take advantage of the opportunities when they're in front of them because we're allowing kids to play social media game with scholarship offers whether they're real or not real and um, the whole transfer portal stuff. You know, kids are getting left out. Yeah. They think it's great to put their name in the portal. It gives them five minutes of fame on social media. And they're getting left out of Division One basketball. And so shout out to you guys that, that uh, uh, work so hard uh, to prepare young people to take advantage of life. Because it's not about how many baskets you can get. Is if you can score baskets, how you can add value to your life. And, and, and you don't add value to your life through basketball. You add value to your life through structure, 
yeah. and learning how to coexist and, and taking advantage and being prepared for opportunities. And that's what you guys do. So shout out to you guys. Oh, definitely. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Uh, Josh, your shout out. Yeah, yeah um, same thing as Frank, man. Piggyback a little bit. Shout out to all the high school coaches. Shout out to all the coaches, period, because we deal with a lot. Yes, yeah, sure. You know, we, we usually don't talk about our own burdens. We talk about the burdens of others. So shout out to all the coaches that deal with so much and and, and how they handle it so well. Um, shout out to all the kids, um, college and high school and, and middle school, elementary and Head Start, whatever, just getting ready to get right back into school. Some have already started school. Um, so shout out to all those folks. And that's about all I got. Frank, do you own a pair of Duckhead I knew this is where we were going. Frank, I knew we were headed this way. Frank, do I own what? A pair of Duckhead khakis. Do you, do you still own them? Uh, I'm not sure I got to go in my closet, but if I do, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. In about three weeks, I'm going to come by that driving line at AC Flora, and I'm going to bring them to you. <laughs> no, he's going somewhere with this, Frank. You got to... I'm done, no. Hey, Frank, Frank got a good joke, because he know I have the direct traffic. He'll, he'll be 7 a.m. If I ever want to see Josh, 7 a.m. 7 a.m.? Yep, AC Flora Drive right there. <laughs> Directed traffic. But no, we appreciate you, Coach. You get to your shout-outs, man. Yeah, man, just want to give a shout-out to, to all the coaches out here uh, doing the best they can to get better over here at the clinic. Uh, Shouts-out to the high school league for putting on the clinic. Um, Shouts-out to uh, Coach Martin, man. Thank you for giving us your time, uh, energy. You did not have to do this, like I say, with everybody else. There's never anything anyone has to do, but we appreciate you sitting down with us and, and, and taking your time out. Um, to basically, to have the same conversation we would normally have just – that, you know, people seeing another side. Um, and shouts out to every, all of our listeners. Thank you for listening and continue to do so. And if you want to uh, follow us on social media, you can follow us at the Staley and English Show at um, um, all social media platforms. That's the Staley and English Show. Um, as well as, uh, they, they, I think they want us out of the room. They keep cutting off the lights. <laughs> if you want to join the conversation, email us at the Staley and English Show. That's the Staley A N D English Show at gmail.com. Also, make sure that you uh, like, comment, subscribe, and share. And don't, don't forget the five star rate. You can catch us. We have moved. We have moved. We have moved. We are now coming out every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Please make sure to catch us every Friday morning at 7 a.m. You catch us on godefylife.com iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Once again, this is the Staley and English Show. Keep God first. Everything else follow. Peace. Peace. Appreciate you, Frank. Y'all right. be safe. You got it, guys. Hey, Siri. Hey, how may I help you? Play the Relationship Status Podcast. Playing the Relationship Status Podcast. You know, I, I would ask him, like, what are you doing, you know... Where are you going with this? What are you trying? And he really didn't have like a real answer. Okay. So I didn't feel like we were going to be compatible well, later I, on down the line. I think that goes back to something I've, I've often heard and think myself that men date women thinking they're never going to change. And women date men thinking that they are. Thinking that they can change them. Relationship status. New episode every Monday at 12 noon on Defy Life Network.